I'm Nikki Hardy, and this is Chemo Chair Prayers. I'm so glad you're here. Hold on, let me take that back for just a hot second, because this is a podcast for anyone who's heard the words, it's cancer. So if that's you or someone you love, I am so sorry. I just hate that for you. So yes, I kind of wish you weren't here. But I'm also super glad you're here, because if you're struggling to keep fear and worry at bay, to trust God no matter what, or simply need a little faith boost and to feel God's loving arms around you, you are in the right place. I lost both my mum and sister to cancer and was then diagnosed myself just six weeks after losing my sister. I know all too well how cancer robs us of so much. The certainty of who and whose we are, how to pray when we have no words, the future we planned and imagined, not to mention the strength, peace, trust, and yep, even the joy and laughter we long for. So if you don't want to merely survive cancer, but long to thrive in the midst of it, take a seat, grab your cup of tea, let your shoulders relax, and allow me to lead you through a short story and a prayer using our guided format with the acronym TRUST, followed by a simple practical invitation to experience God's loving presence now and in the days ahead. Welcome to this month's Chemo Chair Chat. This is the episode where you get to hear from someone I believe can really speak into a specific struggle you're facing in your cancer journey that we all face when we're going through cancer. We have a short little interview where I get to ask them all sorts of questions that I know you would want me to ask them. And then we have a chat and they answer them and then we get to pray together. And the wonderful thing is, is that our guest today has offered to pray with us and for us and lead us through our trust guided prayer practice. I know you're going to love hearing from my guest today. It's none other than Stacey Hannigan. And we are going to dive into the whole topic and subject of moving forward through disappointment when you don't understand God's ways. Because isn't that the truth when you're diagnosed with cancer? But before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit more about Stacey and why I know you're going to be so encouraged to learn from her. She is co-pastor of Key Point Church in Northwest Arkansas with her husband, and she is a speaker and author and the founder of She Women's Conference. She and her husband, Casey, have four children, Holland, Hayes, Hudson, and Little Haven, who is awaiting for them in heaven. And I just love how down-to-earth practical and passionate about this topic she is because she has walked through some really difficult times and has challenged herself with some difficult questions. So welcome to Chemo Chair Prayers, Stacey. Nikki, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be with you. Well, Stacey, I know you have written a book uh, where you share this story and your book, like mine, is called Breathe Again, <laughs> which is how we connected. Good title. Good title. It's a great title. It's a great title. And But do you want to share with people your a little bit about your story briefly and how cancer invaded your life and turned it completely upside down? Sure. My daughter, Haven, our first child, was diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor at 11 months old. I was actually pregnant with our second daughter. 
total surprise. But anyway, so we just, you know, that the day that she was diagnosed, it was immediate. We moved to Memphis and started this long journey of brain surgeries and chemotherapy at St. Jude and all of that. And then about five months into the journey, she had a routine evaluation, something that they do for all children there. And it uh, revealed that her cancer had come back, but this time it was inoperable. And so basically the only thing we could do is take her home and get her comfortable. Uh, but my husband and I, you know, we believe in healing. And so we said, you know, no, nope, we're going to take her home, but we're going to believe for a healing. God can do that. Still believe he can do that. So we took her home and from May to October, we prayed for healing, really, really pressed in and just God did a work in our hearts and he was faithful the whole time, but she still digressed. And then on October 19th, 1999, she passed away in my arms and it was just from that moment on, well, really from the moment of diagnosis on, but especially from her death, I just really had to, I got to know so much more about God because I was forced to go to him and say, I do not understand this. I don't understand why you allowed something like this to happen in my life. Someone who loves you, someone who's in ministry, and I was a pastor at that time. What in the world is going to come from this good? How could anything, and how can I trust you forward when you allowed this now to, to shake me and to be so painful in my life. And so that is part of where Breathe Again, the book was birthed out of because I just went through this whole, Lord, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I want to learn from you. Help me understand when I don't understand. And I want to get real with God. So that's kind of, it's kind of my testimony, but also I hope that when people read it, they feel encouraged that, Hey, I'm human too. And I know that I can walk out of this successfully. That is such an amazing story. And it's so great to have you articulate those doubts and those fears and those questions that you wrestled with God about and through. Because I'm sure many people listening today are sitting there in the chemo chair, if that's where they listen to chemo chair prayers, is, is saying, that's what that's the question I'm struggling with. How can you be good? Or you've disappointed me so much. How can I trust you ongoing? And and so I love it that you have wrestled with them and you've come out still choosing to believe that God is good even when life isn't. And how did you move forward? How did you continue to trust him? Because I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it must have felt like he wasn't trustworthy after all. Right. And it can. Circumstances can certainly make us feel like God is not trustworthy. Uh, because if we're just looking at the circumstances, then wow. I mean, he's allowed a lot of pain in this world and a lot of pain into our lives personally. But I, we cannot allow circumstances to dictate who God's character is or the way we believe or what we believe about his character. Because his the circumstances we face really have nothing to do with God and everything to do with the sin and our enemy you know, which is Satan in this world. And he's the one that causes them. Yes, God allows them, but in his goodness, he redeems them and he uses them to actually bless our life and for him to get glory so that the world can know him more. I think I was just able to emerge from this whole horrifying situation because I constantly went to God, even if I went to him in anger, even if I went to him in confusion and questions, I still went to him. And I am confident that you cannot go to God with an open heart and leave disappointed. Not once. Now, I'll go to my circumstances and I leave disappointed or I'll go to something else. But anytime I went to the Lord, I always left knowing I might not know the answer 
And I might've not got a direct answer either, but I knew that I knew that he loved me and that he was good and he was with me. Because most of the times when I was asking him questions, he did not give me answers to those questions, but he always made me feel his presence in a loving way. And sometimes that was through other people. Sometimes it was just through him and me in a quiet moment. But I really don't believe you can approach God in vulnerability and openness and walk away disappointed. Mm, I feel like that's a tattoo waiting to happen. (laughs) You know, we can't go to God in vulnerability and walk away disappointed. And I say openness and vulnerability because we can go to God ticked off and say, I'm so ticked off at you. And he can handle that. But that doesn't mean we're going to walk away with anything good because we may not have gone to him to receive. Mm. But if you go to your heavenly father to receive, scripture says he wouldn't give you a stone when you ask for bread. He is a good father and he'll give you exactly what you need. And you might not need the answer at that moment. You just might need to know he loves you. And honestly, I don't know any answers from all the questions I asked with Haven. I just don't have the answer. He never gave them to me. One time I did say, God, I'm so confused by you. Why did you allow my child to die of cancer? Why did you allow this? And and I wasn't really, I wasn't even mad at him. I just genuinely wanted to know what is your purpose behind all this? I was sitting in the bathtub because the bathtub is where we all get such wonderful revelations of the Lord (laughs) because no distractions, but I was sitting there and I asked him and I remember so clearly him saying, common scripture that we all know, but it meant something different to me when he said, my ways are higher and my thoughts are higher than yours. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't some arrogant thing he was saying back to me. He was saying, baby girl, that's how he talks to you. That's how I like to hear he talk to me. Daughter, listen to me, Stacy. I see beginning from the end. I see the whole picture and you just see the present and you see your past. But if you saw what I saw, if you know what I know, you would understand. But will you trust me? Will you just trust me that I always lead you for good and I have your best interest in mind? And then it kind of brought me to even more of, thank you, God, for having my best interest in mind. But you know what? Life is not really all about just me. And so it kind of, when we mature in this area, we start thinking so much broader where we go, Lord, your will be done because I'm here to just serve you. I'm here to bring your, make your name famous. I'm not here to feel comfortable and happy about my life all the time. I'm here to, if, if this will bring glory to your name, so be it. And it takes a while to get there, but I feel like I got there eventually. (laughs) Mm. Yes. And I think what you said um, earlier, just before we started recording about how the pain can be so all-encompassing, can be all that you can focus on, like when you stub your toe and, you know, it's like every sound in the room, you know, George Clooney could walk in and you wouldn't even notice. And, but it's like that. And it's not until we go through something like this that we can, that pain can move from being totally opaque and blotting out the eternal perspective of what you were just talking about, um, you know, his ways being higher and broader and wider than, but then it starts to to become more transparent and we can see that. Yes. That gives us hope and perspective. I think if we can hold on to while you're having chemotherapy or while you're something is happening horrific in your life and you have no control whatsoever. That's one of the hardest things is having no control and, and not knowing what the future will be. As we're dealing with those situations, if we can say, but I know this is what I'm certain that my God loves me and he will be with me in my future. Then that pain that's so consuming that you can't see through, it's opaque. It does become translucent and you can see to the other side 
And that gives you hope. Sometimes we don't have to have our circumstance removed. We just need hope in the middle of it. And that will give you hope if you know that you know that my God loves me and he will never leave me. That is so true. And we've touched on the subjects of why does God allow suffering? And we've, you know, living in the unknowns of a diagnosis. And if that you're a new listener to Chemo Chair Prayers, I actually have a, an episode of, on each of those. One, Living in the Unknowns, was with Marissa Henley. And, and I think Why Does God Allow Suffering is episode seven. I can't tell you episode number for Marissa Henley's interview, but do go back and listen to those because added to this episode, it will really help with a lot of those questions. So Stacy, thank you so much. That is so helpful. If you wanted to leave the listeners with just one nugget that you want to cup their face in your hands and look them in the eye and say, I know it's hard, but remember this. What what would you say? I've just landed that on you. So I apologize. No, because no, I'd say, I know it's hard, but you have a God that loves you and he is on your side. And if you get on his side, you are on the winning side. And this thing will not take you out. I'm telling you, from having been on the other side now, made it through such horrifying thing, it will not take you out if you just keep walking with the Lord. He will not let it. He has a covering over you. He goes before you, behind you. He's all around you. He will not let it. Mm, so good, Stacy. Thank you. Thank you for that encouragement. And before we take some time to pray, I know people are going to want to connect with you and read your book and follow you. And and I know you have um, some teachings and videos that people can dive into. Where can they find all that? They can find all that at my website, stacyhennigan.com. And it's easy. You can just Google it. It's crazy spelling, H-E-N-A-G-A-N, but Google that. And you can find the link to the videos and to the devotional and to the um, discussion guide. There's a devotional on version app, all that, but ho- it's all free. And hopefully it will just help enrich the study of how to move forward when, when life has left you broken. Mm. And yes, we will have that link in the show notes to this episode to make it super easy for you. Well, this is where we take some time to pray with each other and for each other. And if this is your first time, we um, pray together through our guided prayer practice with the acronym TRUST. And I'm delighted that Stacy has offered to pray for us. What we do is we take some time with each of the little stages, if you like, with the acronym TRUST. So that's thanking God for who he is and what he's done, resting in his love, unburdening our hearts, surrendering our hopes, fears and needs, and lastly, taking him at his word. And as I say every week, this is an opportunity for you to be prayed for as we pray over you, but also it's an opportunity for you to make this prayer your own and pray your own prayers. And um, feel free to pause the audio in between each section so you can take some time to dive in and go deeper with God. Feel free, it's your time with God. And so yes, and you can download a handy dandy little trust prayer format bookmark to keep in your Bible or in your journal. And you can find that at chemochairprayers.com. But first, let us pray. First of all, thanking him for who he is and what he's done. Father, I just thank you that you are good. You are our heavenly father and you have done such good things in each of our lives. 
Thank you for getting us past the disappointment and getting us through these unmet expectations in our life. So take some time right now to thank God specifically for the things that you see he has done in your life and who he is. Now, let's rest in his love. Father, you are so good and you love us so much. And that love keeps us from striving. Help us to remember when we're trying to strive and we're trying to get accepted from you and feeling like maybe you allowed this because we're not good enough. Lord, let us lay all that aside and just rest in the fact that we're already accepted and loved completely by you. Can I invite you to take a moment to pause and be still and rest in his love. Now let's unburden our hearts to him. Lord, we just release everything that has weighed us down, that has depressed us, that has made us fearful. We release the future to you and we ask that you would give us an overwhelming sense of peace as we thank you for taking care of what bothers us and for already going into our future and just taking care of it for us, Lord. You have have completely taken away the harm that we fear. Father, I thank you that you're with us as we step into it. And take a moment to do that for yourself, unburdening your heart to your God who loves you. Now let's surrender our hopes, fears, and needs. Lord, I just surrender everything that, the hope that I'm hanging on to. Lord, that's not what I trust in. A good diagnosis is not what I trust in. You are who I trust in. I surrender my fear of what could be in the future of cancer coming back or or a bad report. I surrender that to you, God. I don't let that sway me back and forth because you are steady. And Lord, I surrender my needs to you. I need healing. And Father, I surrender that to you. And Lord, I accept your good and perfect will for my life and I choose to trust you. Can I encourage you to take a moment to do just that, surrendering your hopes, fears, and needs to God, leaving it with Him. And lastly, let's take Him at His word. God, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you will never leave us despite what we face and how it may feel. We thank you, God, that your word says that you are a healer and that healing comes from you. So we look to you for this healing. We thank you, God, that you are strong and that your joy is our strength. And we receive it and we believe it no matter what we see or hear, no matter what our enemy tells us, we choose to trust your word. So finally, take some time to take him at his word and tell him that you believe him, not just you believe in him. And we pray this in the name of Jesus, the Son of God, who knows what it is to suffer and surrender his will to his Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Stacey. And as always, I like to end our time together 
with an exercise for people to take away with them into the week ahead. It can be spiritual or practical or a little bit of both, but I know you have something you want to leave people with. So yeah, what is our exercise for the week ahead? So during the week, I would just maybe challenge everyone to pay attention to your emotions, how you're feeling, if you're feeling heavy, depressed, anxious, if you're feeling angry, and just pause for just a moment in quietness with the Lord. You can be in your car, you can be in the shower, you can be anywhere and just say, why God am I feeling this way? What is the root? And there's going to be something in your heart is that's the root. There may be fear that this cancer will come back or whatever, uh, just depression, just this heaviness that it's going to take you out and whatever it is. And then take that and say, God, what do you say about this? What do you say? And how can I lean upon you? And then get quiet and just listen because he's faithful to speak. That is such a great exercise for our week ahead to take kind of an emotional inventory and then go to God in openness and vulnerability because we know we will not go away uh, disappointed. Stacy, thank you so much. I do hope people will come and connect with you and read your book. Nikki, thank you for having me. I love our relationship we developed and I just think you're doing such incredible work with this. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Chemo Chair Prayers with me, Nikki Hardy. And my prayer is that this has given you one more way to discover that with God, life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. And then go live it. Yes, life can be hard, really hard. And while God never promised us a perfect life, free of heartache and worry, he did promise us a full, abundant life. And the truth is, it's not off in the future somewhere waiting for us when our cancer's over. Nope, the life he has for us might not be all we'd planned and imagined, but it is full of intimacy, connection, love, laughter and peace, right in the midst of all we're going through. I always say thriving is a team sport, so please know we are in this together. And I'd love to hear how you're doing and how Chemo Chair Prayers has helped you in your journey. So why not come over to the Chemo Chair Prayers website, which is not just where some of the best discussions happen, but it's also where you can download a copy of your trust-guided prayer format in a handy-dandy bookmark. You'll also find me on Instagram and Facebook, so do come and say hello over there. Now, did you know that there are over 1.8 million people diagnosed with cancer each year? So if you found any encouragement from listening to Chemo Chair Prayers, would you hit subscribe and leave a five-star review so others journeying through cancer can find it as well? Then why not recommend it to a friend who's been diagnosed, your cancer support group, or even your oncologist? And remember, my friend, you are loved and seen. And you've got this because he's got you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.